Hi, I'm Eric Hawkins, a 32-year law enforcement professional and the police chief of the capital city of New York State. I have a passion for bringing police and communities closer together through dialogue, awareness, and indeed conversation. Thank you for joining me as I chat with some amazing people on the Chief's Corner. Conversations with Albany, New York Police Chief Eric Hawkins. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chief's Corner, Conversations with Albany, New York Police Chief Eric Hawkins, where the purpose of this podcast is to highlight, recognize, and show appreciation for the hard work being done by the amazing men and women of the Albany Police Department, both sworn and non-sworn. And if you haven't done so already, I encourage you to listen in on some of the previous episodes where I've had some fascinating interviews with officers and non-sworn personnel. Officers who told of their journeys from places like Peru, Dominican Republic, Myanmar, and in others. Um, we've had dispatchers who talked about the challenging and stressful yet very rewarding job that they do. Therapy dog handlers and the internationally recognized therapy dog program that we have here in the Albany Police Department and more. I even had an opportunity to interview others like Albany native and Super Bowl champion Dion Lewis formerly of the New England, pa England Patriots, as well as former NYPD Commissioner Bill Bratton. And today, I'm excited to have an opportunity to interview two relatively new additions to the Albany Police Department, two women who have vital roles in helping individuals and families in Albany manage during the aftermath of traumatic incidents. And I have with me today Aaron Shea and Eileen Velez. Okay, Eileen, how do you say it in Spanish, the last name? Valles. Valles in Spanish. All right. And uh, they are crime victim advocates for the Albany Police Department. And welcome, Aaron and Eileen, to this episode of the Chief's Corner. Welcome, ladies. Thank you, Chief. Thank you for having us. And so just uh, for background, before we get into the interviews, you know, a couple of years ago, we started to hear a lot of frustrations and uh, a lot of complaints from victims of violence in Albany. And it wasn't so much uh, their interactions with the police department. They were very satisfied with that piece of it. Um, they were satisfied with um, the officers, detectives, and other parts of the criminal justice system bringing justice um, for our victims. But what they were concerned about is uh, the follow-up. And uh, a lot of our victims and their families felt that they were forgotten after the initial um, violence that they were subjected to. And uh, they felt that uh, this lack of follow-up was furthering the trauma that they were feeling uh, from the initial incidents. And so we decided that we needed some, um, some positions in our department to fill that gap. Um, and uh, so we created these victim advocates positions to help us to um, have people in place to serve as liaisons with individuals and families in our city um, who were subjected to violence to make sure uh, that they had um, individuals and uh, liaisons to help navigate uh, throughout the system uh, in the aftermath of uh, some of the issues and incidents that they were involved in. And so that brings us to Eileen and Ellen, and they're both on board with us right now. And, and so, uh, ladies, um, tell us, you know, we can start with you, uh, Aaron. 
Uh, tell us how long you've been employed with the Albany Police Department uh, as a crime advocate, and what is your specific role sure. as a crime advocate? Um, so I was hired in the beginning of June of last year, so roughly eight months. My role specifically is working with victims of violent crime. So anybody who has been physically assaulted, somebody who may have been shot, somebody who may have been stabbed or even menaced with a gun, because that's very traumatizing to be held at gunpoint, um, and their families. You know, there are families of people that I can't speak to the victim because unfortunately they have passed away. So that's my main role, and that's those are the people I work with. All right, uh, so Aaron, before we get into uh, make, you know more in depth in, in what you do, um, you know you've got a very diverse background. <laughs> you know you've uh, before you became a, a victim advocate for the Albany Police Department. You know I've noticed you in the f- food service industry. You know Alzheimer's and dementia care, uh, direct patient care, Barbara addiction counselor, etc. You know so you have all these experiences. So so tell our listeners um, how those experiences that you have, those personal experiences. Uh, will help you to become an effective advocate for victims in our city? Um, First, I think that it makes me very relatable. Like, I'm just a regular person, just like anybody who may have been victimized is. Although, admittedly, if I heard somebody say that, I would assume that they're not relatable because they have to say it. But, you know, I really am. Um, I think that working with the public has provided me with skills to adapt to victims' needs, their ways of communication, and their level of, like, comfortability. I have, you know, worked with all kinds of demographics and populations, and it leads me to be able to not just focus on one group of people. Like I can't, you know, I don't just work with children, I don't just work with adults, I don't just work with urban neighborhoods or rural, I work with everyone. Um, Because I've experienced life, uh, sorry. (laughs) I know what it is to struggle and and to experience Mm. trauma and to continue having to go about, you know, your life and your work because you can't miss a day of work because you might miss pay or fear being written up or something like that. So those experiences help me be relatable, help me, you know, come from a place of understanding for what the victims are going through. Yeah, very good. And, and Eileen, so you've been with us for how long? Eight months. And uh, what's your area of responsibility? So my responsibility uh, within the Albany Police Department is with the Children and Family Services Unit and domestic violence. Yeah, yes, uh, very good. And so, uh, you you also have a a, a very fascinating background, um, Eileen. You know, I noticed you have a uh, advanced degree in forensic mental health. So, so how is that? So, so how how was that uh, training that you have uh, going to help you become an effective advocate in our city? Um. I've had uh, a lot of experience working with victims of all different uh, crimes and uh, my education and um, the fact that I also speak Spanish has been very helpful for me in um, in my career right now, especially helping those who don't speak English um, talk about what has happened to them and I think that's one of the things that's very rewarding about about this is that um, I've been able to to assist with with that population, and it just doesn't matter what type of crime it is. Um, I know that 
No, no, this, yeah. I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, you know, these, the backgrounds, whenever I do these interviews, I'm, I'm fascinated with, you know, what people have done before they arrived in Albany. And, I mean, and you two both have these, you know, just these fascinating backgrounds, you know, uh, for us. And, um, you know, you know, like, you know, Aaron was saying, you know, you know, just this plethora of, of things that, that she's done. And, um, you know, same thing with, with you, um, uh, Eileen and, um, and I noticed, unlike um, Aaron, you got into crime victim advocacy uh, right after college. So this, it seems like this is something that you've already always had an interest in. Yeah. So when I moved um, to Albany, straight from New Jersey, um, to start my master's program at the Russell Sage, I had the opportunity to volunteer at the Attorney General's office for the Sex Offender Management Bureau. And that's where my interest sparked working with um, victims. Although there, they, you know, they work specifically with the defendants and why they shouldn't be released. But it was after reading their stories and their files and things like that that always made me interest on um, being able to help victims of sexual assault. And before you know it, I was offered a position in Massachusetts, and that's pretty much where everything started. Yeah, very good. So uh, for both of you, being an advocate in the police department is new. So from your perspectives, um, being new to this, um, you know, start, start with you, uh, Aaron. Um, why, why is it important for police departments to have victims advocates? See, I wasn't really sure when I was like looking at this question. Um, I think that it can... Sorry. Um... I think it offers like another perspective, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I have advanced education and experience working with people at different areas of their life from different environments. And it gives a depth of perspective to what the victims are going through, even what the perpetrators are going through, you know, mm -hmm. to see things from a different point of view. And um, I think it's important because sometimes the detectives, they have to work in the investigation, right? They, mm -hmm. But my role allows me to spend more one-on-one -on -one time with the victims and, like, listen to them and hear their grief or, you know, things that they're afraid of. Sometimes that is something that they're lacking because the department is working on their case, which they need to work on their case mm -hmm. so they can solve it. But, you know, people just want to be heard. They just want somebody to speak to. That's so, so, Eileen, what, what's a typical family or individual, what's a typical kind of case that you would get and what, what would be your interaction with individuals or families with, with cases that you get? Um, so I could speak more towards the domestic violence piece of it because those are the cases that I'm really working on right now. Mm -hmm. And it's assisting victims of domestic violence um, and having them come into the police station and when they're being interviewed by a detective or something, being there to offer them support um, during that uh, particular interview, because that itself can be very traumatizing. Um, they may not remember all the events that took place after that trauma, so uh, being there to offer them support during that is very helpful. Um, so that's the kind of cases that I'm working on right now. And for either one of you, what kind of um, reception are you getting from people when, when they find out that you're an advocate for the police department? Do they, do they even know what that is? And, and what kind of reception do you get? Um, 
it's very confusing <laughs> <laughs> because um, there are also advocates for the county uh, that work with the DA's office. So um, sometimes it's important, well, not sometimes, but we have to identify ourselves that we're particularly for the police department and not for the DA's office or not for the county. Um, so that's been one of the challenges between us and any other crime victim advocate out there. I think for me, it's been um, a mixed response. I have been hung up on after I said where <laughs> I worked. Um, but a lot of people are just so grateful that somebody from the department has called them. They're like, thank you so much for calling me. Like, you know, this crime happened a couple of days ago and I've just kind of been here not sure what happens next. I was like, well, I'm here. So I'm available for you to talk to or if you have questions, I can liaison between members of the department. And that brings a sense of relief to a lot of the people mm -hmm. I speak to. Mm -hmm. hmm. So you're new to the position, both of you. Mm. Okay, and, and it's new for us as well. And so we're we're all in our infancy with this whole concept of having crime victims advocates in, in our police department. So as you've looked into the future and looked over the horizon, uh, based on what you know now and your interactions with um, some the, the um, folks in our community, how do you see this position evolving? How do you see this, this whole thing changing over the years? I think that um, there could be a lot, of, a lot more confidence within mm. the community. Mm. Um, maybe there will be more victims willing to work with the department and, um, and, and trust mm. with, mm -hmm. um, with victims. Yeah. Yeah, I think it will improve trust. And, you know, sometimes it takes a while to solve a case and to have somebody that's able to consistently reach out to them on a biweekly or even bimonthly basis that is just there to listen. I think that that could improve, you know, how they feel about how things are going. I also think that this may be new to the city of Albany right now, but I think other cities and other police departments are going to bring in crime victims advocates and we're going to see that wave of an increased need for advocates and departments. So we're all kind of developing this career together and that's gonna be an interesting thing to see grow. Absolutely, exciting. And so either one of you, you have any, um, any success story, you know, any, any interaction that you, that you had uh, that, that you can share? Obviously, we, you know, we can't say names and, and things like that, but anything you wanna share about an interaction that came out positively? It's hard because cases are ongoing, right? We only mm. got permission to start them <laughs> right. kind of recently. Um, but I think any success story is somebody that has worked with me and has met all their needs. Their case has been solved. Their needs have been met. They got their resources. They were able to vent out their frustrations. And then they said, thank you. And that's, you know, I'm able to move forward with my life in a healthy manner. Yeah, excellent. And so, uh, Aaron, you talked about how this um, could be something that, uh, spreads and, and resonates in other uh, law enforcement agencies mm -hmm. uh, around. So is this field itself of uh, uh, victims advocacy in local law enforcement uh, starts to expand? Uh, what advice do you give to anybody who may be interested in getting involved in this in this particular field? If you feel passionate about helping others, then I just say go for it. You know, um, like I said, I believe that more police departments will be bringing in this role and will need more advocates. And they come from all different backgrounds, so we need people from all different backgrounds to apply and want to have this position to 
be relatable, I suppose. I don't, I'm not real sure on that one, but, yeah. um, you know, just go for it. If you feel like helping people and it makes you happy and it brings you passion and, you know, fulfillment, then you should be here too. Great. I'd agree with Aaron with that. <laughs> so we have uh, people from the community who listen to this podcast. We have people from uh, the police department itself who listen to this podcast. As we close this interview, um, what, what would you say, particularly to people of the community who may be listening to this, what, what message would you give them about what you do and how you can help and things like that? I would just say call us, really, and mm-hmm. inquire at that point um, whether it's something that we can or we can't help you with, you know. And if mm-hmm. we can't help you with, I'm sure that um, – between Aaron and I will find the mm-hmm. right place or direct you where, where you need to go. Um, we're not shutting people out or anything. It's just if we can help you, we will help you. And if we can't, then we will find the answers for you. All right. Well said. And, you know, thank you both for taking the time. I know you're busy. You got advocacy work to do and you, you found the time to come and sit and talk with me for, for a while. So I appreciate that. And And uh, that's it. That's it for this episode of The Chief's Corner, Conversations with Albany, New York Police Chief Eric Hawkins. And I thank Aaron and Eileen. Uh, Thank you both for taking the time out and coming to uh, sharing with us, sharing this important information with our community, with our police department. Uh, You're truly making a difference. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chief. You're welcome. And and, and I'm really looking forward to seeing this this program evolve and and seeing how we can help our community even more um, in the years to come. And for our listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Stay tuned for future episodes where I'll interview other amazing Albany Police Department personnel members who will talk about their personal and professional experiences. And until then, stay safe, and I'll talk with you soon.